Hello, everyone. It's time again for a Jimmy and Redders NRL podcast. James Newburn, it's a very good evening, sir. David, how are we going, mate? Good, thank you. Some interesting news this week, Jimmy. First of all, Hook Griffin got hooked at St George, and it would be fair to say there's not many surprises. that There's not very many people surprised around the league. The Dragons have been very poor in the last six to eight weeks, and he's gone, Jim. Yeah, oh, so it's probably a, a, a long time coming. I guess the results haven't been fantastic for him. And that said, I, I don't know how any coach can coach with the St George board the way they are. And they, even as far as the day they sacked him, they still sent the players to media about 20 minutes before it. Before the um, thing went down with the players had no in, no info in it and they were getting bombarded and they had no answers for it. It was just a it was just a real weird, real weird setup that club off field. And like Shane Flanning has already ruled himself out. Basically said he doesn't want a part of it. So um, I think yeah, Jason Riles, I'll go hard at and and provided the roost they can come up with a solution for the Roosters or the payout or whatever, they'll um, they'll probably have Riles, I'd say for for next year. Yeah, and the other one that's the other two that are being mentioned are Ben Hornby and Dean Young. But you're you're right, Jason Rolls is number one. You could almost you know. have like, potentially Young and Hornby work underneath him, and um, Rolls has probably had a bit of a longer apprenticeship at a couple of better clubs. So whether they, they they work a bit of a dream team, and potentially with Young and Hornby to, to move up in in years to come down the track with a bit more experience. They um, they all played together. So. Um, twenty years ago, whatever, 15, 20 years ago, together at St George. So they um, did. Yeah, we'll see what comes out in the next the next week or so. I think the assistant coach has got him at the moment, and whether they he um he has that for the rest of the year or it's just a really short term thing, we'll we'll find out. We will, um, Jim. The um next one, and you and I have got to be very careful about what we say here. Uh, I think you know where I'm going here, but um, Telegraph journalist Paul Kent's found himself in a bit of strife, and again, we're going to be careful what we say here, but. That's um, a very difficult situation for Paul Kent and and the the alleged victim. Yeah, it's just a, it's a really weird one. That yeah, yeah, if if a player passes wind in an elevator, the um, the Fox News and the the Telegraph journals are all over it and, and hound them, and they're basically guilty to prove it innocent. And, and Paul Kent's allegedly uh, um, been arrested for he has been arrested for allegedly um, choking, I think, his partner out, and he's pled not guilty. Today, I think, but yeah, it's just an interesting one. There's, there's pretty much. Radio silence from the Telegraph and from Fox Sports, which is the total opposite to if it had happened to a player. Um, so that's an interesting, um, interesting course of events. We're interested to see how it plays out in the courts the next couple of weeks. But yeah, not a not a good thing from if it is proven to be guilty and yeah, pretty pretty ordinary thing to do. And yeah, it's it's um, it's just be interesting to see what when it actually goes to court and it's finished. If he if he was found guilty, what the um, what the reporting of it will be because obviously he's got still got some mates in the industry and. Um, I'm sure a few footballers are, are sitting back, um, rubbing their hands together a bit and hoping for the outcome. I would think that Danny Wadler will be queuing up at his Sunday sits, uh, influential Sunday uh, Sun, Sun Herald column just quietly. But we'll watch this space, ladies and gentlemen. And Jim, something that came out today, um, the Brisbane Tigers have officially launched themselves as the 18th team of, to, to go in as a franchise in the 18th team in the NRL. Peter Volanders wants another side by 2027. I spoke with our dear mate Lucas Holmes about the AFL in re- in recent weeks about where perhaps possible venues are for an 18th franchise. Um, do you think there's room for three franchises, three teams out of Brisbane alone? Yeah, it's interesting. Well, you've got, you've got nine teams in Sydney, I guess, but um, and yeah, it's it's an interesting one. And whether they, it's I'm not sure of the exact geographics of if they if that covers any of the other inland Brisbane or anything like that. Um, 
similar to Redcliffe of like Redcliffe sort of cover all that the Sunshine Coast. So, um, but uh, I don't know. It's it's an interesting one. It, I, I would have thought Perth would be the logical one with the with the time time gap and it was probably hastily done and and ruined. I think with Super League back twenty five years ago. Um, I think Perth would be the perfect option, but yeah, like the the Brisbane Tigers, I think actually put they were actually in the running for the for the spot that Redcliffe actually took. The Dolphins actually took our, under the the Firehawks. That's exactly right. And just uh, ge- ge- geographically, just geographically, the Brisbane Tigers are in the eastern suburbs of Brisbane. So Redcliffe's the north. The Broncos aren't really a geographic, and I'm not quite sure where Red Hill is in Brisbane, but Langlands Park, where they would be playing, is in the eastern suburbs because this is the old Brisbane Easts. Yep. Yeah. Whether then it's it, it's such a big area. As I said, there's there's nine teams can fit into the Sydney area. So if it covers a bit more of an area, I assume they'll they'll play similar to the Dolphins. They'll play the, a majority of home games at Suncorp just to get more games at that venue, and and they'd probably share some games with, as you said, the Langlands Park and um and anywhere else they they look at. But um, it's an interesting one, and I don't think it'll um. Yeah, I'm sure they'll make a decision. If they're going to go forward with that. They're going to have to make a decision over the next. Next twelve to eighteen months, just so that the next year, twelve to twenty-four months, so the team, the club, similar to Redcliffe, have got um, got time to get a roster together and get your off-field staff together and and start to build up. I know that there's a couple of the journos. Again, we go back to three sixty. They're talking about it potentially Craig Bellamy if he finishes up at Melbourne, whether the NRL would approach him and and go really hard at him to do a job similar to what Wayne Bennett's done and help set him up. And obviously Bellamy would be a perfect one. He's basically been at Melbourne since. I think five years into the club, he's been there ever since. So um, probably the perfect guy, being from up Brisbane as well, um, perfect guy to probably take it over if if it was to go to to the Brisbane to, to Brisbane Tigers. And I assume they'd have to they may have to change names if they were to come in. That's right. Given the the Tigers thing, whether they went back to the Blackhawks or they um, or they went fire, to some different fire, as well. fire fire Hawks. Fire Hawks sorry, sorry. sorry yeah, fire, look, the, the oh, ice hockey in my head there. Yeah. I, yes, exactly. The Blackhawks of Chicago. Um, the ones that some reading a bit of press on in preparation for tonight. There's some mention of having a Pacifica side based out of Cairns. Uh, I agree with you. I think that Perth's corporate support and um, the time difference is perfect uh, to have a team in Perth. There's still some mention of a, of a North Sydney slash Central Coast Bears. Um, and I'm just trying to think of other places that haven't got franchises that could sub- substantiate them. Maybe Rockhampton or Mackay, Jim, because there's there's Brit- Queensland's so big that I think you could quite clearly have a side in Rocky or Mackay. Uh, and of course, they played footy in Mackay a bit, um, home of Ben Barber, of course. Uh, but yeah, it, it and that that would give you football in Rabina, Brisbane, Redcliffe. Um, Townsville and Mackay or Cairns if you did it. So it sort of covers most parts of Queensland in what is a rugby league dominated state. Um, but I, I tend to agree with you. I think that Perth would be the, the logical spot for them. But yeah, look, logic doesn't always play a part, does it? Uh, money, money will talk, no doubt. But although if, if money talks, I'm sure that a serious Perth franchise would have serious cash behind it as well. And they've got a couple of I've got a couple of little boutique stadiums as well as Optus um, over there. They potentially play it as well. But um, the other option, I think, New Zealand second New Zealand side was the other one that was talked about as well. Yes, it, it was out of either Wellington or Christchurch. Um, and of course, Wellington's got a world class stadium in the in Westpac in the Westpac Stadium there, the Cape Tin. Um, yeah, look, it's going to be very interesting to see see what happens there. Um, where, yeah, in, I, in the I assume the NRL's got to put out some 
some parameters to yep. timings and cutoffs and officially open a bidding process and things like that. At some point, I assume with Origin and whatnot coming up, it's not going to be any time soon. Soon, there's those time frames, but I assume that'll at some point this year they'll say they'll they'll put a few dates to things and and just see what comes of it, similar to what they did the last time with the the three Brisbane sides um, all bidding against each other, Ipswich being the third one. Um, that, the that's right. Um, um, uh, when when PVL gets over his latest Las Vegas jaunt. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they go about this. Um, so watch this space, ladies and gents. And they are talking about an 18 side. I, I might add that just going off code for a minute. I think that the move to Tasmania is a foot is is foot is smart football wise, but corporate wise and money wise, it's going to cause so many problems. Tasmania is not a big place. I mean, Hobart's the same size as Newcastle. It may be and, an issue if the um the other government gets in. They're oh, going to do their that, best to overturn it. So they're going to scrap it. Yep. Two of Absolutely. the um, like two of the Liberal MPs have already quit over it, which puts them back into minority. So at the moment, it's already sort of teetering a little bit. And the AFL have said um, no stadium, no team. So that's that's an interesting one. How that's going to play out? As I'm not sure when the next state election is, but um, yeah, it'd be an interesting interesting spot that because if I was yeah. the ACT or Northern Territory government, I'd be getting a capital together right now. Now it's as simple as that. And, and I'm not talking Monica, that they've often talked about having a new stadium in Canberra somewhere near the, and have it near the Australian National University. Um, but look, I don't think that Tasmania thing is over the line. As you've just said, it's interesting how the world has turned. And as much as she's an interesting character, Jackie Lambie still calls a lot of sway in Tasmania. And I don't think Jackie's very keen on the idea either, Jim. No, I think it was stick your stadium up. Up your bum, I think was the um was the quote in the media the other day. So in front of one of the rallies, uh, she uh, didn't mince words there and screamed it at the top of her lungs. So it's um yeah, I, as a supporter of both codes, I hope it comes. I hope it does come in. It'd be great to great to see. But yeah, it's obviously when you're talking that volume of money, it's not just as simple as putting a team there. It's 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 spending what three or four hundred million dollars out of out of taxpayer money so to build the stadium. That's right. Um, I think it's going to benefit from very basic understanding. It's going to benefit not just the AFL. You're going to have potential to play cricket on it uh, with the roof. Um, that's right. Concerts and have, have be a useful thing all year round, not just not just in football season. Similar to uh, Marvel Stadium and, and, and things like that. So, but but no doubt that the politicians will talk about it, and yeah, it could be a pretty key thing of their next election. It'll be massive. It'll change the whole election. It'll define it. Okay, everybody. Round 11 results. The Melbourne Storm, an impressive 24-16 over a wounded Broncos down there in Melbourne. The Warriors, 24. The Bulldogs, 12. The Panthers absolutely destroyed a, a, a hapless, poor Roosters, 48-4. The Rabbitohs blanked the West Tigers, 20-0. And often coaches don't mind how they win. As long as they keep a team to zero, they've really done a good job. So George put the put the final nail in Anthony Griffin's coffin, losing 42-22 to North Queensland up there at Townsville. The Raiders, 26, ground out a tough win over Parramatta, 18 down there in Canberra. The Newcastle Knights, Caelan Ponga back in vintage form. It's just a pity he doesn't do it very often. Um, admittedly, he has been wounded for the best part of the last 15 months, 46-26. And again, the Gold Coast showing that they really can't defend a loaf of bread. And then um, the Sharks def defied a big fight back from Manly and ended up winning 20-0 in the late game at Brookvale. And we'll go there first, Jimmy. Um, certainly a game of two halves, this game at, at, at Four Points Park in Brookvale. 
Yeah, 20 to 14, right? It's not 20 nil. Um, Did I say 20 nil? I do be yeah. good. I know. It was, <laughs> sorry. 20 we're not very four, good, I'll, but we at least got some points. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'll say that again. The That's Sharks, right. 20, uh, just held on over a fast finishing Manly, 14. Yeah, it was 20 to 2, I think, at one point. I was at work. I, I started work at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon and was I've tried to follow it as best I could. And yeah, it, it looked pretty disappointing early 20 to 2. And yeah, great. Fantastic comeback and just just fell short at the end. And um, Carruthers are obviously a very very good side, but Manly yes, they not. They're not. They are. There's a few wounded soldiers out there. Not having Jake Trevojevic obviously hurt up, up the middle, and he's he's back this week. But they're yeah, disappointing to lose at home. They've actually got a near unbeatable home record against Carruthers. I think that's two in a row now. They've got us, but it's something like 15 of the 16 before that Manly have won. So. Um, yeah, it's disappointing that they slide down the ladder a little bit. Both my sides actually are sliding um, south pretty quick, Manly and the Swans. So, um, yeah, Cronulla are a good side and hopefully Manly can bounce back this week. Jake's back and, and obviously Schuster's back as well. So he's, he's dropped four or five kilos working with Mark Carroll the last three or four weeks. But, um, yeah, the Turbo's, Turbo's probably the biggest concern they've got. He's, he's just seems too scared to, to accelerate like he used to be able to do in Britain Nicara ran past him and, and and ran away from him uh, for one of the Cronulla tries as well, So, which is, which is a bit alarming and might have some issues going forward with State of Origin and things like that for him too. So, I, I don't think right now he can be hit. I think that the nah. centres... I, I would suggest to you that the centres could be the south pairing of Latrell Mitchell and Campbell, and Campbell Graham. Graham. Yep, and it depends what they want to do. They may look at Crichton and, and Toto on the wings as well. So, um, yeah, that's... that's uh, it's sad to see him do it because he's such a dynamic player and a, and, a, and a freak of a player, but he's just nowhere near in the form that he needs to be and, and whatnot in it to, to play up against probably would it be Val Holmes and either Hamaso or um, Dan Gagai in the centres there for Queensland. I'm not sure that that they want to risk that, but we'll see what happens. I think I'm not sure the sides get named on Sunday night, I think. Um, I think I that's think right. I think it's this week and then they're off next week, the Origin players. So, yeah, that's right. Um, to play the following Wednesday, but. Um. Yeah, disappointing, but I guess the comeback at twenty to two, it could have been, it could have gotten worse, but but merely came back a bit. Granola maybe switched off, but yeah, merely need to get going again. The competition is pretty tight, but they don't want to fall behind um, with any more any more losses. They've got um, yeah, another tough one. Although every game's a tough one at the moment, but yeah, having a few recruits back this week will help. Oh, the Panthers absolutely decimated the Roosters. It was a devastating performance mm. from Penrith. Um, and right now, I think that Penrith and South could be looking at yet another grand final, the, the way they're going. Now, we've got a long, long way to go, and teams like Melbourne and Brisbane will put their hand up. Um, I think the North Queensland will come back strong. I think the Warriors will make the eight. And I think the Raiders, well, they're in great form. But goodness me, Penrith were just magnificent, Jim, and everything they touched turned to gold. And that is a – the Roosters are really struggling. Um, my boys are not playing well. You wonder whether – Sam Walker's maybe may talking with to people north of the border. I don't know. But things just aren't working. Um, no excuses. The other mob were way too good. And the Roosters have got a lot of bloody work to do, to be quite frank with you. Yeah, they're pretty poor at the moment. The last few yep. weeks, um, Jared obviously heard his peck. I think he has been named this week, but heard his peck on the weekend. And so Walker went down and hurt himself in New South Wales or at training or in New South Wales Cup. And then now Manu's out injured. So they've got Hutchison's gone into the halves this week. So... Um, Tedesco's form is way off where it needs to be as well. Obviously, not in any danger of missing out on Origin, but if you're picking purely on form, you'd have Latrell and, and Campbell, uh, 
Dylan Edwards ahead of him. Um, yes, on current form as a fullback, but obviously he's the captain. And once he gets the origin, no doubt he'll step up. Um, the, the bit of talk to Brandon Smith's not quite. It's the service from Brandon Smith's probably affecting his game a little bit. And whether that's Ab- a bit of a absolutely, out. and the fact that Brandon Smith, slower, so. and the and the fact that Brandon Smith's a running a running hooker. Rather yeah, than right. a, rather than a, rather than a playmaker, that's clearly um, having an effect. There was an interesting article. They're saying Brandon Smith's doing everything they ask off the field, but he ne- and apparently he's doing the first one. Put his hand up and say things just aren't quite working. And you wonder whether the Roosters might go two hookers and have Smith go and play that role as as an as a mobile back rower that he did so well for the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, you've got to, and that's that's got to be a Trent Robinson issue there because he he's the one that recruited him on eight hundred thousand dollars. So it's um, to go out and, and get that, he's probably uh, they need to probably put their hand up and say we've probably got that one wrong. And um, especially if they do move him into a utility role, it's eight hundred thousand dollars a lot to pay for a um, for a utility role. That if he goes back to dorm with the Storm, no, it's probably what needs to happen. But I don't know what the backup hooker is. Um, I think it's Jake Turpin. I think it's normally the backup hooker. But um, yeah, interesting one that. But and on Penrith here, they were um, unbelievable. They're not going to go full bore all year. They're up the top for the last three years, all the way through. I think through the middle part of the top eight this year might be their go, just so they're not going 100 mile an hour all the way through because it's going to get to the end of this year. They're going to be there's be four really really strong years, and they don't want to burn themselves out. And I think they just tread water. And if they finish if they finish fifth to eighth, it's going to be <laughs> no one's going to want to play them when they go into week two and uh, off the lack of a loss in in, in finals. So. Um, yeah, they're doing everything right. As you said, them and South, the, the teams to beat at the moment are definitely the clear favourites. No question. Um, looking at the ladder, it's the Rabbitohs and uh, Rabbitohs and Broncos on 16. The Rabbitohs up by um, differential. Penrith, the Sharks, Melbourne and the Dolphins and the Raiders all on 14. The Raiders are on a massive tear at the moment. They're playing very convincing football after just being in the doldrums and Ricky Stewart must be very pleased. The, Raider, the Warriors in on differential. Um, on 12, and then the Titans and the Roosters. And you can see the, the effect of that Roosters loss, losing by 44. They're minus 65 in the differential. And then uh, the Knights just outside the eight on 11, Manly on 11, then the Cowboys on 10, Parramatta, Canterbury, the Dragons, and the poor old West Tigers. Um, it's an interesting ladder. Um, I'm not convinced it's going to change that much, Tim. I reckon that could almost be the eight. It's pretty tight. Yeah. It's, you've still got down to the Cowboys at 10. There's only one win out, but Parramatta have got a lot of work to do. And oh, you look yes. At, look at the teams that probably Manly and the Roosters and even the Cowboys that people are talking about having terrible, terrible years. The, the team that made the grand final last year are going worse than them. So they're four and seven. Um, there's, the, there's not much talk about Parramatta, but they're, they're struggling. And eight points, only two points out of the, out of the wooden spoon. They're, they're sitting in 14th with a Positive differential, which is an interesting one. They have lost a lot of narrow games, but but they're still sitting. They're sitting outside. They're two wins out and not looking fantastic. Mitchell Moses back this week will help, but, but it's just funny you see sides above them getting talked about more than more than those guys, and they should be well higher than that. And yeah, so the, the bottom three sides are are probably the worst three in the comp at the moment. The Bulldogs, Dragons, and and the Tigers. Probably the Dragons are probably the worst at the moment. The Tigers. Probably deserve to be off the bottom. and The Tigers have been accepted over the last three or four weeks. I mean, they got beat by South, but they didn't let them put a cricket score on. They defensively were okay. Keeping that South team to 20 is not a bad effort. Um, but they are the three-way sides in the costume. It's as simple as that. Um, and, yes, the Dragons maybe Some people might be starting to send wooden spoons across to any, any of your mates that are Dragons fans quite shortly. 
A big weekend this weekend. Thursday night football is a huge game. Brisbane hosting Penrith at Lang Park in Brisbane. Then early game on Friday at Cogger Jubilee, the Dragons and the Roosters, and goodness me, both of those two need a win. The Rabbits and the Eels is the Friday night game, and the Eels have, yeah, well, $3.10s, probably unders. And then Saturday afternoon football at 3 o'clock at, at, at CX, Coffs in the magnificent Coffs Harbour International Sports Stadium. The Sharks and the Knights, a big test for the Knights. Twilight, the West Tigers and the Cowboys, back at one of the spiritual home of the West Tigers, Leichhardt Oval. The Saturday night game is the Dolphins hosting the Storm. That game is at Lang Park again, so a doubleheader at Lang Park this weekend. Massive game up there. The Bulldogs host the Titans at Stadium Australia in the early game on Sunday, and the Channel 9 game is the Raiders hosting the Seagulls. It will be cold when that game finishes, I'll tell you. Amber, after 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 sunset on a Sunday afternoon. Brrr. Okay, Jim, let's go. Brisbane and Penrith, who you got? Uh, Penrith, Raiders. Um, Me too. Yeah. Adam Reynolds out. Um, yeah, it was only Category 2 last week, but I assume he's either failed something through the week or they've just chosen to rest him. Um, it's a choice. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's managed for a man who's well past 30. So, yes, they've managed him. Um, so, yeah, Jock Madden, young bloke, he's, he's the young gun. Um, I think he was at the – I think Jock Madden was at the West Tigers for a little while um, as a backup there. And I'm guessing that the West Tigers would probably wish they still had him given the struggles of Brooks, but – um, and yeah, the Panthers just get on, getting better and better. They're, they're doing what they have to do. Zach Hosking passed his HIA and, and has been named, but yeah, I think Penrith will win that. Um, Redders two in a row for the Broncos if they drop that game and uh, slide down slightly, but they've done the hard work early. They've got the wins up, and um, Penrith go into the bye actually next week as well. So, um, they'll want to win that to get some form and, and get the two points, the, the first origin bye. And um, SCU, obviously, Toto, Toto and Crichton probably up for big games if to, yes. if to cement their spot there. And obviously, Nathan Cleary will be there. And Jerome Lewis is probably the other one who, who hit form last week and one last chance to um, in the battle against against Nico for the for the 5 8 role. Yeah, I, I, well, t- well, you and I'll have a deep dive into Origin next week, Jim. Um, but I, I, I think they should pick Luai and have Hines as 14, but that's just me. That's And that's a couple of weeks out. The, the the Dragons and the Roosters are the early game at Cogger Jubilee. Both teams in poor form. Um, I'm going the Roosters because I really think that even though St George have um, got rid of Griffin, I think that they're struggling terribly. I'm not sure if everything's right off the park. I don't think that's a problem at the Roosters, and I think the Roosters will win this one. Uh, yep, yeah, I agree. Um, said Jared's been named, Murray Hugger's been named, despite his pack, but um, I guess that'll they'll monitor that. It, it, it was obviously only a strain, not a tear, luckily, because otherwise it, he may have been out for a couple of months. But um, Tupanul's back, Crichton back to the bench. Lomax has been recalled, which is, um, I'm guessing that was a direct Griffin call, not made by any of his assistants by dropping Zach Lomax the last couple of weeks. Him and him and Liddell, I think Liddell's back as well. So as soon as the new coach takes over, one of the assistants has taken over. Um, yeah, that as Nestrada is at uh, Cogra, I think. Um, Cogra Jubilee. Yeah, I think yeah, the Roosters. I think it's probably a good thing for the just to get for the Roosters to get back into form. It's probably not a bad thing to just to get them there. again. The Roosters have got the bye next week as well. Um, they'll go the Roosters in. It could be a few points in it, but yeah, the Roosters for mine. I was at this ground today doing a bit of, uh, with my job, but um, the Rabbitohs have a rare home game at the magnificent Allianz Stadium in Paddington. Oh, more park technically, actually. The Rabbits hosting the Eels. I do not see the Eels winning this. They would have to play out of their skin. And I think the Rabbits could end up putting 20, 26 to 30 on them. 
Well, it's interesting one. The um, the rabbits back to where they should be playing their home games at Allianz. Sure. And- Agreed. A to- no, no question from me. The rabbits and the roosters should be sharing this magnificent yeah. stadium and let Canterbury, uh, let Canterbury Bankstown play at Stadium Australia. Yeah, for sure. Stadium Australia is just too big for regular season. It's not the AFL. You don't get the crowds. It's I don't, no, even, say, I don't even say Canterbury can split games between Combank and Belmore. That. Um, but then that's just me. But obviously the NRL won't allow that. They'll want games at, at a core, even though that's that's way too big. They'll they'll want content out there. But um, yeah, for South definitely. Um, Parramatta's been off. Moses is back, which is handy. But Sean Lane goes out. Um, with a uh, bad hammy. With a bad hammy. Yeah, he's, he's four to six. I think they said didn't they? Um, yes. Is not good. So Cartwright starts. Madison, I, I reckon Madison may come off the bench to start. He's been really good off the bench the last few weeks, but he may jump into the starting side. But um, Burgess out for South, but um, it's Shaq Mitchell's back on the bench after being out injured. Um, he was pretty strong early in the year, but um, for my he yeah, got South, he got someone hip dropped him from memory. That's it, could have been that one, yeah. Too. It's been a little while, I haven't seen his name there for a few yeah, weeks. But... He got hip dropped, that was a bad one. That that was a genuine hip drop. That was, I think, the bloke got suspended for, but I'm sure that's what happened to Shaq Shaq Mitchell. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I tend to agree that points could flow. As we said before, Parramatta's losses have been very narrow. They've all like, they've had something ridiculous every game, less than six or eight points, I think, every game they've lost. So, um, But, yeah, I think South, South, can, South will ramp up. Obviously, they're going to miss a few players the following week with the Origin players missing. So they'll want to get, make sure they win that, keep their spot on the top going into the Origin period. The Sharks and the Knights, it's a massive test. The Knights were terrific last week, just simply superb, putting 46 on the Gold Coast. The Sharks are an entirely different kettle of fish. This game's on neutral ground in Coffs Harbour. I think the Knights are actually building a, a reasonable football side. I don't think they've been terrible this year, but they're not going to beat the Sharks. No, I think, um, I guess, as you say, same as um, with Luai and a few guys, Ponga's, Playing for his origin spot, as is um, Nico Hines. Um, one last chance to, to to impress the selectors, but yeah, I, just, I think the shark the sharks switched off against Manly on Sunday. They were impressive before that to go to twenty to two. The Knights scored a lot of points. I think they had about a, a, a nine minute burst. They scored three or four tries um, late in the second half on the weekend. But up at Coffs, Elliot got through thirty five minutes. First game back since round one. Um, he was their, their gun signing at the start of the year. But yeah, I, I think the Sharks will win. Um, a few points again, but yeah, definitely think the Sharks are mine. Nico Hines has said wants to do, wants to have a big one before Origin. The West Tigers and the Cowboys play at Leichhardt Oval. A couple of weeks ago, I would have picked the Cowboys by 20. Now, I don't find this an easy game to pick. The West Tigers have been respectable in the last three weeks. The Cowboys may have turned a corner. It's 17 v 13. I still think the Cowboys might just get home and they have to win because they're going into Origin as well. Yeah, they've um they've they've improved a lot. Both sides have improved a lot. Um, the last few weeks, Tigers are going into another into a buy next week. Um, yeah, the cow. I think the Cowboys. It's Leichhardt Oval is probably the one thing. Five thirty twilight game at, at at Leichhardt, but um, Cowboys would be happy to get away from the humidity up north, playing a nice chilly Sunday uh, Saturday afternoon at Leichhardt. But um, yeah, the, the that's the thing with the Cowboys play next week with the Origin round with. Possibly felt definitely Holmes, uh, possibly Taolungi. Um, there's talk about Helam Lukey, Ruben Cotter. Nanai's out injured. Um, uh, okay. Potentially back for him. Yeah, Cotter. Helam Lukey was talked about. So there's, there's potentially four or five or six players there that'll, that'll miss next week. So getting a win there before that, that round 13 will be 
will be big for them. And I think they'll win that. And the Tigers will give them a crack, give them a red hot go. The, the young fullback for the Tigers has been super impressive as well, Jerome Buller. He um, has been terrific. He's been great. So um, hopefully for, for the Tigers' sake, he's, he uh, continues that. And I think Offerhand Gowie, I think there was talk of him making an immediate mid-season switch. I think that popped out today. I'm not sure who the club was. Um, he's on the he's been named on the bench and at this stage still the Tigers, but I know there was there was talk that um that he he was looking elsewhere and it was it was imminent that it could be a mid season switch as well. So that'd be um an interesting bit of news there in the next couple of days. That is an interesting one with off I found away. Um oh, I didn't see that job. I have been keeping an eye on things in advance of this one, so that'll be interesting to follow that. Both of the games of the round this weekend are at Lang Park. The Saturday night games are beauty. The Dolphins coming off the bye against the Storm. So the Storm played the two Brisbane sides one in seven days. This is a huge clash. Um, it's a tough one to pick. The Dolphins keep on surprising me. I just uh, I know that Teague and Basamuli uh, are, are out, but in come Lee, Lee, Bromwich, Donahue, Nichols and Stone to their expanded side. Um, gee, this is a tough game to pick. I, I've In my tips, I actually pick um, the Dolphins just because it's at home. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> you would have looked at the start of the year and Pretty much said, I'm going to pick against the Dolphins every day of the week, every week, pretty much. But yeah, it's it's a lot tougher than what it is. I'm still going to go with the Storm, again the Storm, and another team that have got the bye next okay. week. Um, I, I think it's going to be a cracker of a game. Yeah, um, 7:30 Saturday night. Um, yeah, prime time viewing, Saturday night viewing. But um, yeah, I think it's a tight game. The Storm, Storm were good last week against Brisbane. Um, Suncorp, um, they're generally okay at Suncorp as well. The Storm, so. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a very, very interesting game, but I'm gonna I'll go with yes. the Storms, but in a very narrow one. And who do you pick out of the Bulldogs and the Titans? It's a tough game. The Titans were terrible against the Knights, they have a second consecutive game on the road. They're playing Canterbury Bankstown at Stadium Australia. This is a tough game to pick. I know it's 15 v 9. The Bulldogs may be a show, but they're not very impressive. I, I just went the Titans for no other reason that they are actually in ninth and in line for the eight. Um, yeah, I've gone the Titans. Both these teams have got buys. I said the seven buys next week. That's almost a team from every game. Um, yeah, Ado Car's back. So that's interesting for, for State of Origin as well as, as anything. And the young gun, um, Olapel goes into, into 5 8 as well. But Titans just, <laughs> their the defense last week, they, they managed to score 26 for the fifth week in a row. Um, well, the fifth time this year, sorry. Yeah, no, five, five weeks in a row, I think they've scored exactly 26 points, the Titans. So, um, <laughs> generally, you've scored 26, you're going to win the games. I'm not sure how many of them have They just keep conceding more. But um, a big Knights crowd obviously got behind the Knights last week when they got the run on this at a core, not at Belmore. So, Bulldogs won't quite have that 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 intense crowd support. They'll still have the crowd, but it won't be as intense as if it's a at, uh, at Belmore, I noticed Khan Pereira was named, but he's been pushed out today. They're going to rest him and bring Shoot back in. Um, I think Fafita into the wing and, and Sammy Sammy over on the other side. So I'm going to go with the Titans as well, Redders. Um, but yeah, it's got potential to be to be a good game. Dollar eighty and two dollars. I think it's got potential to be be a lot of points in that as well. So it could be both sides into the twenties, and whoever can defend better can can win. And I think both sides will attack pretty well. And a lot, a lot of ins, of course, we're a long way away from the Sunday afternoon game, which is Canberra hosting Manly down there at Jerry Stadium in Bruce. Importantly for, for Manly, Jake Jaboyevich and Josh Schusterback. Um, Danny Levi comes in, Nick Kotrick comes in. 
for Canberra. But um, Canberra looking very settled. That back line's pretty competent. That's a very good back, a forward pack, uh, despite Corey Hosborough and Ryan Madison re- renewing their rivalry. Out go Woods, Aloyo and Tulangi. Um, Jim, how do, if Manly do win this, how do they do it? Oh, they've got a tap tackling in the middle. The defence up the middle at times is just horrible. And having um, having Jake back obviously helps. He's, he defends at about 90 to 95% and and just chops guys, chops guys in half. Cherry Evans has been sort of a one-man show the last three or four weeks, even though they've been losing. He's, he's been playing really, really well. Normally, when they're losing games, Cherry's off as well. Once the forwards go off, Cherry's off. But he's actually been really strong. Um Obviously, another, yet another change in the halves. Hopefully, it can now be settled with Schuster can get in there and get some injury freeze. He's done the fitness work and he'll just need some some game fitness. But Canberra's, Canberra's a bloody good side at the moment. Um, yes, they are. Yeah, it's it's, it's tough. Jared Croker uh, edges towards 300 games. He's not far away. He'll probably have have his hands full. Tolotau Cola um, running at him with, with his fast feet and, and pretty quick. Ruben Garrick's been pretty strong for Manly as well, despite the losses. But... Jack Whiten's in in some fair form since the um, since he signed the contract with the Dolphins, but Tarpany Hudson Young's one that'll want a huge game. Hudson Young up against Ola Kalatu will be will be massive, but he's um, in line for an Origin debut. I would have thought at least off the bench. It's a pretty strong back row for New South Wales, the the, the potential candidates. But Young and even Ola Kalatu, they're probably two young guys that that potentially can come in and one or both potentially get a game, or they might go with neither of them. But um, McCoy Horsburgh, the um, the um the redheaded crybaby um is, is pretty strong if he doesn't have any brain snaps like he had last week with Ryan Madison when he when he threw a punch from a three year old vendetta I think it was. it was a bit of a bit of an issue it was a pretty pretty ordinary effort but um he's been strong when he plays footy he goes pretty well so um he does and didn't Jack White actually sign with Souths not the Dolphins or has, has that uh, changed it, it would be Souths Predators I'm sorry I got that I know the Dolphins are after him. Um, oh, yeah, we're, so we're, one all, we're one all because yeah. I got Manly score wrong and I know you were just pissed off with that. I'll be I'll be picking Canberra there. I just think they're in dynamic form. I don't think anybody want to play them, particularly down there in the frozen tundra. Yeah, look, I think it's going to be a tough one. Um, going to be a tough day down there. Hopefully Manly can spring an upset, but um, yeah, it's, it's a tough ask to go to Canberra and win, but. We'll see Jake and Just and Schuster back. We'll um we'll see what happens. It's yeah, they're pretty settled the back left. Tom can Tom can somehow find a way to, to accelerate with those bad hammies. Or they're not bad hammies, they're just I think it's a mental thing. He just doesn't want to Yes. It's it's these hammies are fine. It's just yeah, it's in his head. I think a lot of it's in his head, which is which is a sad thing. Hopefully he can unlock himself because he's he's too good a player and he's too young to to be doing that at the moment. So um fingers crossed for him for, for everyone for New South Wales and even Australia. So and the following weekend, Jimmy and Rads will be at the Newcastle International Sports Centre when Manly play Newcastle. We'll talk about that next week. But Rad- Radley might actually be a show of getting one over you, my friend. Yeah, when is that Sunday? Uh... The Sunday game. It's the Channel Line game on the Sunday, the 28th of May. Yeah. I'll have to have a, I think I'm a night shift, so there might be a chance to actually get into that one. But yeah, um, yeah, it's, um, it's an always an interesting one. No Origin players that week. So you, you look at probably, possibly, hopefully Tom doesn't make the Origin side. Then you look at um, Cherry Evans will be gone. Possibly Alcalade, definitely Jake Trebojevic. And for the Knights, you probably got the talk of Dane Gagai being left out of Queensland and and Ponga possibly out. Um, so the Knights are probably reasonably settled. Um, yes. That's sort of those two. There's probably no one else. Um, yeah, so it's, it's been an interesting one. It's a pity, pity it is. Um, without the origin players, because um, well, it'd be Cooper Johns probably in the seven jersey for Manly. 
next week that John's in the seven jersey in the Manly jersey um, against the Knights in Newcastle. So that's 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 an interesting one too. So um, his, his form's been off actually the last couple of weeks. Hopefully the week out will he's definitely going to play a role for for Cherry when he's through the Origin period. I'm not sure how if they're going to back Cherry up or they will see Bob plans to rest him after games as well. So um, they're definitely going to need that backup. Look, it, it it's going to be fascinating. Um, it really will be. I just uh, the next couple of weeks are going to be really interesting. And of course, it, on that on that round with um, Origin, the Rabbitohs actually play the Raiders. I don't know how they've conspired to produce that. And Brisbane, of course, have got to play in Napier, so that's another matter. But we'll talk about that next week. Jimmy, think. Um, was there anything further you wanted to discuss tonight, my friend? No, I, was, I just just quickly noted. I noticed. Uh, earlier today, I think France have pulled out a host in the World Cup in a couple of years. So that's It'll, well, hopefully, hopefully we get some get some games at the Central Coast Stadium, and particularly at the at Matt McDonald Jones, that we should get some World Cup games. Yeah, hopefully Australia are playing Newcastle because every time Australia play Newcastle, you can't move in the joint. It's un, unreal. Yeah, so it's like the, I assume the ARL Commission and, and New Zealand Rugby League will, will probably get together and potentially look at co-hosting it like they did um, two seventeen. I think was the time they did that. So. Yep. The last time was in England, so they may get together and 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 talk about that. But yeah, France definitely. I, I don't know if they've pulled the side out or they've just pulled out from hosting it. I'm not too no, sure. No, they've, they've pulled out from hosting it because they can't afford it. So they'll still have the side. France as, as a country. France will play. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting. I assume again with Origin coming up, it's nothing that they need to worry about. The NRL will be worried about the next couple of weeks, but it's something that probably needs to be just to be sorted out, I guess, for future planning and and so people know what's going on. So. Exactly. Um, yeah, pretty shame. I'm sure. I'm sure a few of the players didn't mind a um, postseason holiday to the south of France to have some um, to play some footy. Uh, yeah, and get on the red meat French food. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, anyway, we'll have to watch this space for that one. That, I hope Australia does, and it'll be great to see us go in for that. And as I said, the idea of having hopefully Australia play in Newcastle is, is very enticing. Jimmy, thank you so much for your time. Look forward to catching up with you next week, my friend. Thanks, Redders. Talk soon, mate. On behalf of Jimmy Newburn, this is David Redden. Enjoy your rugby league this weekend. Take care. Bye for now.